Hi everybody, Steve Holliday here and welcome back to my podcast, Our Leadership Voices Uncut. As you know, this podcast is dedicated to the revealing and exploring of the uncut, ordinary, everyday leadership voices of people I've met along the way in my life, at the same time as I explore my own uncut leadership voice. And this final session with Daniel is dedicated to exactly that, as we have listened back to our first two recordings and now we meet to explore what we make of our voices. How are you doing this afternoon? Really well. Doing really good. Just had a com- full day yesterday, completely off. Ah. Um, nothing in the agenda, no plans, no tasks, no strategy, no nothing. Just uh, like a proper day off and did a 20 kilometer hike with a friend. It was just wonderful stuff. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, very good today. I had a um, had a nice run. Um, I'm getting back running a little bit, just gently, you know, keep a bit of cardio in. I'll probably go on the bike tomorrow. I did 40 minutes of stretching this morning because I was a bit stiff. So um, I thought I don't need more cardio. What I need is just to pay attention to my spine was aching a bit. So I just a bit of quite a bit of rotation and uh, stretching. And then, um, yeah, I've been uh, at a few calls this morning and um, uh, all good, all sorts of things. I've just had lunch and uh, uh, I suddenly switched my attention back to podcast. You know, and it's like, yeah. it's so weird. It's like, it's, uh, it's so awesome. And yet it's so part of everything else, but it's also sitting on its own. So um, it's good. So I'm, uh, I'm arriving in a good place for, a, oh, it's Friday as well. So I'm thinking about the weekend and uh, not got much planned, but um, I'm quite enjoying that actually, that there isn't much to plan. But um, hey, listen, thanks for um, creating the spot for this final spot. Um, uh, this final little slot for us to record. Um, uh, one thing I'm, I must say before we carry on is um, uh, one of your old buddy Simon from uh, your old place um, uh, was um, communicating with me and um, uh, he uh, sends his best wishes. I said, oh, I'm recording with Daniel. And he said, oh, awesome. Say hi. <laughs> yeah. He was with the family. He's got some time off, so he's with the family. But um, he said to say hi. His reaction was like, ah, that tells me something, you know. Um, He was cool. So this... um, great. This slot is... um, I mean, you know the other slots we did. How did we know each other and what did we care about? What, What matters between us? This slot is... Is, is even more of an experiment than the others because this is the part where I ask everybody to listen back to their voice and our conversation together. And it's not really about the content, it's more about the voice. And um, it's a complete experiment. I'm exploring my own voice and what that brings in terms of what I notice and what questions it brings. And I'm interested in doing that with the people I'm, I'm, I'm hosting with. So we're just gonna do, literally this is quite a short conversation um, we're just going to do a little bit of a little bit of ref, reflections, really. And there are kind of two questions I've been using, which are: um, when you heard us talking, what 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 did you? What were your reflections on your own voice? 
And that's a neutral question. You know, you can go anywhere in the direction you want. What were your reflections on your own voice? What, what did you notice the most? What came to you? And then what did you value most? Um, if there's anything that you would say, actually, do you know what I really value in my own voice was this. We may or may not get to that, but um, what are your reflections? What did you notice and what did you value? It's as simple as that, Daniel. Um, yeah. And we just dive in and, um, um, you know, we'll have like 10 minutes, 15 minutes maximum. You know, it's a short conversation just going, oh, you know, we're meeting for 10 minutes. What did we, what did we hear? <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, oh, Christ, it was weird. I need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, I loved my voice. Um, what what came to you? I've, I've made I've got a couple of thoughts of of what I reflect on my voice. But um, um, do you want to kick off? Or would you like me to kick off? Yeah, I could kick off with go uh, for it. Yeah, with, with a little observation was in my own mind. You know, when I hear my own voice speak, it's my way of speaking English. I'm not a native English speaker. It's my yeah. second or third language, so to say. And and I realized, wow, my thick Icelandic accent is just like any other Icelander that tries to speak <laughs> English. But I don't. I'm not sensitive to how full it is when oh. I hear my own voice. But when I could hear it played back to me oh. after the recording, I was like, wow, that's an Icelandic accent. <laughs> <laughs> which of course i don't know because i don't really hear you speak in icelandic so and i'm not icelandic so i can't know that i just know you for you right in english yeah there's a surprise in your face it's amazing it's like yeah. it's like oh and and uh, i also noticed that how not practiced i am in this kind of an inquiry because now you're you're flipping everything on its head here you're asking me what is your voice but usually my role is asking others what is what is your voice what is your way of leading you know what does your best look like uh, and all of those sort of inquiries with you know individuals and teams so now it's now the tables have turned and <laughs> so that was like mm, i don't practice this a lot my, on myself. I practice it sort of for with others. So that was a great exercise. That's a, that's a couple of things I noticed that mm. so that was kind of a, that was healthy. Um, I mean, the, um, the, the recognition of the Icelandic nature in your English voice. I mean, it's, um, I, it, I mean, what you, what you remind me of is, I mean, I, you know, I'm aware of it when I do work with clients, particularly internationally, you know, you know, I know it's my first language and I don't speak another language, not very well anyway. So I'm always really aware of that. But when, I guess when you have a long connection and relationship with somebody who's not from your same country, I mean, we end up speaking in English more, uh, more than, because we have to, you know, more than anything. Um, uh, you just, you end up forgetting. You just, you just, you know, it's on yeah. autopilot. You know, you forget this is this yeah. guy's second or third language, you know, and he's so good at it. You just, you just forget. So you just wouldn't think about those things. But the fact that you're Icelandic, tone is still in your English language. I mean, that, that's a part of you is still coming through. Yeah. Part of who you are is still, is still coming through. And the piece about practice, about it being flipped, 
I mean, this is entirely why I'm on this journey, right? Because mm. I spend, I said to Rowan, I spend so much time committed to the leadership of others and being inspired by that. Yeah. But when I actually stood with him in October and he said to me, you know, as my coach, he said, what's this really about? I said, I think it's about my leadership. And when I said that out loud, it was weird. I was like, <laughs> you caught yourself saying it. Yeah. You didn't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 But like, like, like intellectually it came out of my mouth and I, and I understood the words, but in my body, my body was going, uh, Hey, Hey dude, what you just said, your leadership, you know, not the leadership of others. Now I think back when I was managing teams, I might've thought about that more prominently, you know, when you manage formally hierarchically manage others you feel a bit more like that but uh, so i'll completely relate to your thought about this is about our leadership this is about our voices and it's not that you and i aren't used to being coached and you know therapeutic processes and having good reflections but um yeah um mm. i noticed building a bit on your um, thing about the accent, about the Icelandic nature. I've been noticing with you and with others that that because I've been working more increasingly internationally, and I've been away from my native northeast for twenty years. You know, my accent, my northern accent, comes and goes. You know, and I and I have to smooth it out in order to speak to the people who don't have England, English as their first language, you know, so uh, yeah. Tanya's often said, you sound a bit more, you know, a bit more broad or a bit more posh, you know, you sound a bit less Northern, but because but yeah. dialect can confuse people, you know? Um, so I noticed that the other thing I noticed in our conversations was, um, and, and I'm doing this in relation to the other two podcasts I've done. It's a calibration with Neville and then with Tanya. Something about the pace between you and I, the, what it makes me wonder is that how does the pace of my voice get altered immediately by the other person I'm with, you know, how much yeah. of it, how much of it is in my own control and how much of it is about, the wit, the pace my voice runs when I'm with Daniel, the pace my voice runs when I'm with Neville, you know, with Tanya or with somebody else, you know, are, are there distinctions in the pace and the rhythm of my voice when I'm with Daniel? And I think I really noticed that with you. Um, it, there was a smoothness and an interplaying and a, it doesn't take long for you and I, 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 I don't know. I, I just, my voice settles quicker and I wonder that's about me, but I think, I wonder if that's about you as well, about your yeah. voice helping, you know, like, like a, an interplay. And it's a question. I don't know the answer, but I just thought, Oh, that's interesting. There's this really nice, um, movement happening, space being given, and smoothness, easiness, um, and it, and it's different when I was with the others. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious about that. I, I, I'm going to hold on to that for a while, and as I go through the different guests, different co-hosts, we'll find out what, um, how that pace of my voice can change. Um, uh, this is super interesting to me. Uh, that's another. 
avenue that I have not uh, sort of explored. One of those things I maybe take for given. That's really interesting. The pace. Yeah, and, and then the tone of my voice and my way of speaking, you know, how, how does that affect yours and exactly. vice versa? How do, yeah. What does that do to the interplay? Yeah, exactly. How does that, you nudge this way, so then I start to tune in and come back. And, and how is that a good thing? And how, how is that helpful? And how is that un unhelpful? You know, and when does the rhythm change? That doesn't mean that you're not being authentic, but it's just, it, it's kind of like a... Um, like a symbiosis, you know, it's like, what's the symbiotic, you know, what's the symbiotic, uh, the, 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 it's like two pieces of music that come together, don't they? And what do they sound like when they're in they're being played together, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe like a jazz band where a saxophonist plays something and then the piano player listens and then plays something back to try and stay as much in tune as possible. And then it becomes a nice tune or is it two completely different shows? <laughs> uh, you know, now we know that in our work, don't we? We have teams and groups who try to stay in dialogue with each other in rhythm, not necessarily in harmony. Cause you were talking about that last time, but you and I uh, get, we, we get often get brought in to listen for some of that. Um, but I hadn't really thought about it. When I meet Daniel, when he, if he speaks in these rhythms and these tones, how does that invite my voice? What does, what does that do to the pitch and tone of my voice? So that's a whole area. I just thought, wow, okay. Um, you, get, you get me a little bit curious there because if, if I could explore that with somebody, I could have a better understanding of the effect or impact I have with, with my clients. Ah, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. I, because we're not always, we don't know 100% what we're bringing to the party. No. Um, good or bad and anything in between. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's a, and, and to actually be able to say, is this working? Is this not working? Is this helpful? No, helpful, unhelpful. I mean, we know it at some level, don't we? When we meet people, we, we often adjust or adapt. Um, you know, to tune in a little bit. Um, but I, it was specifically pace and tone that I hadn't really so precisely looked. I, I would think about it as presence, which is a very much broader thing, but um, that came to mind. The other thing I noticed, just to offer, uh, the other one thing I noticed, um, uh, and then to the question of what, what do I value most about my voice and yours actually, is, um, I noticed that while we can often talk about quite difficult, challenging topics, work-related, client-related, personal and family-related, you know, um, I, I could listen to the voice and it was full of lightness and humor and smiles and a bit of laughter amongst the heaviness <laughs> and possibility. Yeah. So it kind of end. It always seems to have like a like like a flick at the end of the voice. So it's like a gasping that's going. Oh, and I wonder what could be possible. You know. Um, I mean, we don't always end there when you and I are in bad, bad difficult places. But I notice that in our conversations, lightness, humour, but but the movement towards. Oh, and I wonder what could be possible. Without yeah. it being over accentuated. 
Now, I valued that in my own voice, but I think it was something, again, that I think was happening between us. Um, and I wonder that I projected then at that. Does that mean that I can guarantee that, that most times when I'm hanging out, talking with Daniel and making sense of the world and discussing issues or topics or just shooting the breeze, it will be a conversation that will always be full of possibility, mm. which leads to questions and what might come next and, you know, what could I do about that or hope or spirit or, you know, it has a sense of positive psychology about it, which is it ends with action towards rather than um, we do have stuckness and darkness sometimes because that's human. That's yeah. what I, I noticed that uh, in me, my voice and yours. And I value that. I thought, wow, okay. Whew. I mean, yeah, it sounds pretty authentic for both of us. Kiwan, you were going to say something there? Yeah, maybe we've managed to keep a, a little bit of childlike curiosity. Um, even though we're both getting older and grayer and uh, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that, then, you know, you become a little bit fixed in your ways. But I always have anticipation going into conversations with you i always have positive anticipation I always have curiosity about what you're up to or or i'm just trying to present you with a little topic a little dilemma that i've seen play unfold and mm. you know i wonder what steve would think about this you know um i wonder i wonder i wonder yeah, yeah that's yeah. the point that's what i'm talking about it's yeah. that i wonder you know um and if we can help if if that can help others to to keep that, uh, I mean that's a childlike voice, right? Isn't it? That's a kind of um, I wonder what will it be like? <laughs> How will it play out? And um, I, I was thinking somebody said uh, it was in relation to somebody else, but they were t retelling me a story the other day, and they said, um, and I told this guy, I, my advice to this man was. Um, hey, why are you spending so much time worrying about what might happen? Why don't you just see what happens and be in awe of what it could be? You know, wonder what it could be. How it ends up will be how it ends up, you know. And of course, that's not always easy to do as adults, but he was really trying to give the same message, you know, have a sense of wonder. And um, But I mean, calm, like a calm adult possibility, not a not a superficial, pumped up, over-motivating speaker possibility, you know. Do you know what I mean? You know, you're not rushing at it going, um, oh, it's going to be fantastic. And yeah, you just need to believe me. And, um, you know, we need to go, you know, and you go, ah, yeah, you can try and make me feel more positive. But, you know, that, that, that's, not what I'm th that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a much more, slower more grounded more authentic more more real curiosity i don't i'm not saying you shouldn't be excited but but to not be a, a mirage or a pretense mm. it's, uh, there's, there's an absence of a psyching up yeah it's exactly is what the smart people say about motivation motivation is volatile you know right if you really hit a peak for a moment and you're all psyched up and can feel great it's, it's a burst of energy somehow and optimism yeah but in the back of your mind you go like this is probably not gonna last 
my my motivation for losing eight kilos in four weeks is is peaking at the moment, but it it won't be here in the morning. No, uh, it's, it's a different no. kind of yeah. Yeah, versus that getting up the next morning and saying, hey, I can acknowledge and recognize that I might not be at the eight kilos yet, but I'm still full of curiosity and wonder and, and, and yeah. I'm wondering what, what could today bring, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe that is a maturity thing as well, as you say. Um, I'm wondering just to finish um, then if there was, and I haven't done this with the others, um, but I'm just wondering just to, to finish maybe, do, do either of us have a, question that we might take into some practice or some discovery you know from here having had this little conversation what's our biggest question or curiosity you know how can I how might I what if I could I might want to explore more and then yeah. we'll pause yeah I think I think you that uh, I have a little bit of a wee bit of gratitude towards you for having flipped the question on me, although it was slightly um, tough because it's not, it's more natural for me to be inquiring into others' stories and their practices. So when you flip it on me, what happened was that what I value also is that, well, whoa, I listened to the podcast again, then I thought, hmm, I actually have a voice. I'm actually quite opinionated about some things. It's like, I didn't know that. I thought I was all soft and cuddly and round, you know. But, uh, and then maybe the question that came up in me was like, okay, that's nice. That's a good discovery. And mm. is there, should I be doing something more with this? Or I don't know. Mm, I think I was naming you, I called it your challenger voice, which was I yeah. was experiencing you saying, I have these opinions, you know, I have, yeah. these, I have these views <laughs> and I'm pretty certain about them. I mean, I'm open to question and curiosity and challenge, but I'm pretty certain. That's very nice. So what do I do with that? Do I need to do anything? That's your questions to take away. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm just thinking, what am I taking away? There's lots I saw. Um, I think I'm I'm going back to what I said at, at the start, really, which is I'm I'm taking away being more interested in watching for, listening for. Um, how does my voice arrive with a particular person, and then how is it? Uh, what happens to it with their voice? I think that's what that's my question, really. Um, For sure. I think that's that's a big, I hadn't really, it hadn't come up in the other two sessions. So I think it came up in listening to our session. I just suddenly, you know, I noticed it and thought, I, I need to I need to inquire into that. So mm. I'm going to hold that lightly, but I'm going to, um, and I think we need to, I need to be careful not to um, overanalyze myself. You know, you have to just take it in lightly and say, hey, I'm going to speak the way I speak. But um what is this symbi symbiosis? What is this link between me and them that makes m my voice and their voice join somehow? And how does it, how does their voice help me, not help me? You know, um, where do we get stuck? Um, do I have, I mean, even with the co-host, this is going to be awesome to watch because is my voice completely different with the next person compared to with you? 
<laughs> you know, that would blow yeah. my mind. <laughs> I mean, it'll be the same in many ways, but it could be really different. A question be. mark, you yeah. know. And Depending on top to topic, subject, and and, ah. and but obviously, but more obviously, but maybe as you're saying in relation to the the partnership that you have in the conversation, who is your yeah. converser? Yeah, who are yeah. they? What do they mean? What's the story, backstory? What's the context of our relationship? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you very much, uh, Daniel. This ends, um, uh, for now anyway, our uh, uh, set uh, in uh, our Leadership Voices Uncut. And um, I'm sure in the future we will do more. And definitely off, off recording, we'll talk some more. I'll pause Lovely. there. Happy to do that. Great stuff.